just stuck there frozen in fear, wondering, what do I do? Well, listen up and I'll give you the answers you're looking for so you can avoid it or even stop it from happening in the first place. Hello, you are listening to Positive Mindset Project and I'm your host, Mark Proberts. Now, I can remember plenty of times as a kid where I would just freeze when I was in trouble or when I was in danger. And it wasn't until I learned a few techniques and then I learned how to deal with this crippling emotion that I was finally able to shake it. It might be someone wanting to fight you or even the first time you asked a girl out or maybe even the first time you attempted public speaking. And I can tell you from my experiences that each one of those challenges were hard for me to get past the first time. Though I found through re-engaging and being forced to face them over and over, well, it did make it easier and it did give me resilience. And I remember when I had to learn public speaking to pass a certain exam because it was part of the prerequisite. I had to show a level of competence to graduate for my certification. And I can still remember being in a room full of other candidates and having to stand up in front of my peers and deliver lectures on subjects about physics and physiology and teaching subjects like Boyle's Law and Haldane's Theory. And now I wasn't a university graduate like many of my peers who had already had public speaking experience. So I was already way behind most of my classmates in this department. Though luckily I had been studying for one year solidly just for this one exam. And I really did know my subjects. For me, my entire immediate future and reputation and really my ego was seriously on the line here. And in my mind, failing was just not an option. You see, I was fearful mainly from being ashamed and embarrassed from not passing. Now, did you know that we are only actually born with two primal fears? And they are the fear of falling and the fear of loud noises. And I can attest to this because I remember when my children were first born and the reactions they had if they thought they were going to fall. And then if they heard a loud noise, that reaction, and they would be crying. You see, everything else was pre-programmed and conditioned by our parents or our teachers or our friends and also by our environment and that includes movies and social media and there's plenty of studies to prove this you see society in general conditions us to be fearful and that's to protect us though unfortunately it can also limit us from reaching our true potential you see, if we're not willing to take risks, we'll never grow and we just get stuck. When you think about it, we actually create our own fears, whether they're real or imagined, and that's in order to stay safe. And we like to be in our safe place. Though when we learn how to train our mindset, we can overcome our fears so that we can grow 
And that's how we can reach our maximum potential. And really, isn't that why we're all here? So listen up. Now, I can remember the only time scuba diving and surfing actually decreased as a sport were the years when Jaws the movie came out. Who can remember that? And then all those sequels. Now, I'm pretty sure you could associate most of your fears with a movie or a story someone told you about. And the more we're exposed to these negative experiences, the more our subconscious mind is affected. Now, the best way I find to deal with my fears is to list all of them. Yes, go and write them down on a piece of paper and have a good look at them. Just put me on pause. Grab a pen and a piece of paper or a journal and just write them all down and I'll be here waiting for you. Okay, great, well done. Now, given that what psychologists have found is that what we say is around 50% factual. <laughs> yeah, then if that's the case, how many of your fears are even likely to happen? Because most of your fears have been stories people have told you that happened. And if 50% of those aren't even right or true, then maybe those fears are not as bad as what we thought. So let's start to cross off all the fears that are probably never going to happen. And that's like being eaten by a shark or seeing a ghost or being abducted by aliens. <laughs> you get my drift. Now, how many of the other fears are actually within your control? And just think about that for a moment. Now, out of all of the fears you have left, how many of them will even matter in five years if they do happen? Now, I'm thinking, my friend, you have either nothing to worry about anymore or you have a really small list in front of you. So of those remaining fears, how many have ever happened before? That's right. I want you to go back and think about how many of those fears have ever happened before because that may be where your fear originated. And that can be a story somebody told you of something that happened to them or it could actually be a physical thing that did happen to you. So it's hard for me to know exactly what your fears are as I'm just speaking to you via a podcast and we're not one-on-one. -on -one. And if you'd like to go further, you can contact me at markprobits.com and this way you can help find some answers specifically. Though, let's just get into what we're doing here. So having justifiable fear is actually a good thing. It's there to protect you. It's when we are fearful of the future or the past and have no control. This is when we feel helpless and paralysed and confused. Now, if you feel fear when it comes to physical situations like riding a bull or big wave surfing or, you know, skydiving or racing cars, well, these kind of fears can usually be overcome by coaching and also gaining knowledge and experience. We all know the more you do something, the easier it will get. 
And we've probably heard that a lot of times. But what I do hear from people is, yeah, that's all great, but my problem is that I'm too scared to even start to look at or deal with my fear in the first place. Is that you? You see, I've got some good news for you. And that's, I'm going to tell you about a cool skill that will help you gain amazing results, and that's called manifesting. Now, you might ask, what is manifesting? I've heard that term thrown around, though, how do I do it and what is it? Well, manifesting is simply using your own positive energy to create the positive future you want and deserve. Now, unfortunately, there is no magic pill for that. You're going to have to travel this rite of passage on your own. But don't worry, I'm going to be here to guide you every step of the way. So just hang in there. Now, have you ever thought, wow, this is going to be so hard. This is going to be terrible. And it really turned out to be that way. Yeah. That's a very common manifestation right there. Unfortunately, it's extremely negative and this does not serve you. So what we're going to do is flip this on its head together. So hang in there. Here we go. Now, my number one tip is learning how to breathe. Breathing is paramount and I've spoken about this so many times. Breathing controls your autonomic nervous system. It controls everything. We only ever breathe in and out through our nose. Did you know that? The mouth is for eating, drinking and food, and that's all. We should breathe in for about six seconds through our nose and then out for about six seconds through our nose. These are just approximate. So start practicing as I continue to talk and just keep listening to my voice. Just count in, breathe in for six seconds through your nose, take a little break, maybe one or two seconds, and then just breathe out through your nose. No mouth breathing, it's completely unnecessary. Now what you need to do is to get clear about what you want to achieve. And write that down in your journal. Write that down in a private book where it's just for you to see. What fears would you like to remove? Okay, now you've done that. Now you're going to need to quiet yourself. Even put on some relaxation meditation music. There's plenty of stuff on YouTube and it's all free. Now, Close your eyes and take yourself back to the first time you felt that fear that you've written down. And this time, I want you to see yourself, but before the fear or the event happened. And then I want you to take yourself right up to that event and see yourself completing this task or getting through this fearful event successfully. And I know it might be hard at first, though. just keep going back and replaying in your mind until you can see yourself repeating that successfully.
Now, repetition is the key. You're going to need to do this every morning and night before sleep for about 10 minutes for a minimum of 30 days. The reason why is because you need to understand that with strong emotions such as hurt, fear, guilt, sadness, and jealousy, our body has certain muscle memory. And for these things, when we think or remember a traumatic event, our brain releases certain chemicals such as adrenaline and cortisol. And this goes into the body. Now, did you realize your body is on autopilot most of your life? This is how we breathe. This is how our heart pumps. And this is how you probably get up every morning and go out and do your morning routine without really thinking about it. Only about 5% of what we do is actually done consciously. And there have been numerous studies done on this. Joe Dispenser mentions many in his books. And I remember one that he told a story that they took a group of two groups of students and they got them to imagine every day one of the groups was lifting weights with their right arm for 30 days. And then they got the second group of students to just relax and they measured the students' strength before and after these exercises. And it was found that the students who did the manifestation exercises were actually 15% stronger after doing those manifestation exercises than before they had even started. And the other group who just relaxed, well, they were no different. So our minds really do have healing power. And we just need to realise this and really back ourselves. Now, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Now, please subscribe and share my podcast with all of your friends because this is how I get to do what I love to do. And it's how I can reach even more people and help them to improve their lives. Now, you've been listening to Positive Mindset Project, and I'm your host, Mark Probitz. And if no one told you today, I love you and I appreciate you. Thanks for listening.